up, people? It's another episode of the Giants, guys. And once again, I like back-to-back weeks. I'm in an absolutely fantastic mood because the New York Giants beat the Ravens this past weekend. I don't know how better it can get. So thanks for tuning in, stopping out, hanging with us, the boys. I got a couple guys in the back I'm going to bring on. Giants Guys, of course, course uh, is brought to you by Astroflav, which is a new age supplement company that you need to try if you are a gym rat. I mean, you love the workout. You're looking to take your um, training to the next level. They've got anything from testosterone to amino acids to collagen to uh, whey shakes and back. You really should give it a shot. Give it a try. Uh, we love it. Five locations in Jersey. You cannot buy it in the bug box store. And of course, 10% off if you use the code NY Giants Rush. So it's a supplement that you need. I use it, by the way, as a meal replacement, and it's pretty kick-ass. And I'm about down about uh, seven or eight pounds. So it definitely works. Astroflave. Oh, by the way, do your old man a favor and follow them. Oh, look, at, in the background right now, uh, in the green room, Spartan's actually flexing in the background because he's an Astroflave lover too. Uh, follow them on Twitter for me, you guys. Just go there, Astroflave, and hit the hit the follow button. See what they're up to. Let me bring the guys in here. Um, I got Zane. Wow, what's up, buddy? What's going on, fellas? How we doing today? We are we are grand, my friend. We are we are yeah. grand. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how much better we could get right now. Right? Oh, I do. I do. You well, yeah. you're feeling you're feeling you're feeling it could get better right now. Yeah, Super Bowl, bro. Which oh, I meant I meant at the I meant at the fifth week of the season, fifth week of the season, like right now, sixth week. Yes. Yeah. Uh, no, man. I mean that it's kind of like um, the obsession, right? I'm just we should have won that Dallas game, but what can you do? All it is good. what it is, right? You know, beggars can't be choosers. I should just and, be on a and, uh, All good things come to those who wait. Okay. Yeah, and another loss will come, and we just got to be able to, like, that's okay. You know, we're, I feel like we're expediting the roller coaster. So I'm not complaining. Yep. Let's get, let's get Spartan in here because, uh, you know, he's, he's definitely got a lot to be happy for. Spartan. That's right. I got a lot to be happy for. Astro Flav is making me jacked. All right. That's number one. But way more importantly, my beloved New York Giants, they're a winning team. In yeah, fact, they're one of the most winning teams in the NFL. Yes. Five and, and one. For and those that, who don't for those who don't know, Spartan Mike is Jack, bro. He's like six foot ten. Big as hell. Actually, That's if one. you really want to know the truth, um, I will say I had beers with Spartan Mike, and when he stands up, he is He's he tall. is a very tall human being. He's got to be at least realistically. You got to be at least six three, six four. I might be. That's right. Here. When the Giants got you know injury stricken last year, I did get a phone call, ladies and gentlemen. They're just like, hey, you know, if you're in the stands, just be ready. We might need a long snapper or something. There we go. And there was, and it was rough last year. We were they were dropping like flies, but not this year because you know why? We were saying a little bit, Zane, um, uh, before we turned the cameras on. You know what's super cool? Everybody's buying in and everybody's having fun. And that's and that's what's really cool. Um, so let's quick tidbit. We've talked about this, right? Winning cures so many ailments, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Yes, it does. Well, let's start off the show, gentlemen. And thanks for hanging out. I'm glad I, I see you guys piling in the room already. So uh, thanks for um, 
for jumping aboard. Let's start off with this. It's kind of like a little bit of a new segment. I like to call it top 10 things you don't know about your 2022 Giants. Okay. I'm going to read you off my top 10. Okay. So let's strap it in, buckle up. Is this like you and me and Spartan get to guess answers? Or is no, this like- you know what? I'm just going to read you a quick top 10 list. Damn, and then I'll let you, I'll let you comment. <laughs> All right. Number one, Daniel Jones has four game winning drives this season and he leads the NFL. Number two, something you may not know about your 22 uh, giants. Uh, Thibodeau has eight QB pressures over two weeks leads all rookies in the NFL. Number three things that you don't know about your 22 giants. Uh, they have now beaten both the number one seeds from last year's playoffs, the Titans and the Packers, in case you're paying attention to who they're beating and who they aren't. Number four, things that you might not know about your 22 Giants. They have now beaten the 2019, the 2020, and the 2021 NFL MVP. That would be Lamar Jackson and a back-to-back Aaron Rodgers. Number five. The Giants have beaten the Ravens and Lamar Jackson, which now is his first loss to an NFC team of all time. The Cats been in the league for four years, and he's never lost to an NFC uh, team. Pretty cool, right? Uh, Number six, the Giants are the first team ready for this one. All right. This is actually kind of like a David Letterman where in the middle of the pack, you get the most powerful one. The Giants are the first team this century, okay? The first team this century to overcome double-digit second-half deficits in three of their first six games. How amazing is that? I mean, think about it. The first team this century to do to do it. The, the team is definitely headed in the right direction. All right, number seven. Uh, through six games, Andrew Thomas has not let up a sack so the guy that you guys were ready to push out the door the guy that got Columbo fired and they were redoing his technique and changing everything this this cat has settled down uh if I'm not mistaken the line the line uh coach is Bobby Johnson has figured out how to unlock the big dog and he is absolutely crushing it um number eight is a back-to-back Andrew Thomas uh tidbit Andrew Thomas is the only lineman in the NFL with 80-plus pass and run blocking grades this season. So you could say he looks great in the pass game. Well, I hate to tell you, he also looks good in the run game too. He is the only, only lineman. First all team. Pro. If he doesn't get all pro this year, is there something, something's off. Something's yeah, wrong. That'll be BS. Yeah. No chance. He's all exactly. pro. Um, number nine. The, the, the Giants, I wrote the G-Men, are second in the NFL in second half points with 14.5 points per game. Who's else People, scoring us? What's that? Who's else scoring us? Uh, you know, it's funny. Is it Philly? I, I, was, I was so excited. Oh, Philly's a first-half team. That's going to make that matchup really interesting. Yeah. And Zane, it's funny you say that. I was so excited to find the stat that they were number two. I didn't even look who number one was. That's fair enough. That's fair. You know, I was just so jacked that they actually were in that category of. I thought they were, thought they were close to, if not number one. So that's that's good to see where we're like, you know, top of the league, right? Two is right yeah. there. Oh, yeah. 
Um, and then the last one is is not as impactful as some of the other ones, but you should know that Evan Neal, rookie offensive tackle, has gave up has given up zero sacks. So you're you're left zero and right since, since week three, right? Since the Dallas game? No, he didn't get credited with that sack. The really? Dallas got torched. What are you talking about? Who got they, credited with those sacks? They did not give him that sack. That's what was the analysis on that one? It was you PFF. They gave it to someone else. He threw through a certain week. They had him credit. No, somebody they he's credited for like four or five sacks this season. That that one's off. That last one's off. Well, we'll we will look we will look it up. Okay. Um, I mean, he hasn't given up a sack in like two or three games. That's for that's for that's for sure. We, def- we will definitely look it up because it because I thought it was from game three. Right? I thought it was from the third game on the last three games. But we're gonna look that last round. Either that's way, that's what I'm saying. What you're saying, he's given up zero in the last three. Yeah, last three games. games. Oh, that's okay. the way. That's the way I read it. What I saw today said just said no sacks. But I was I thought that he had given up a sack earlier earlier in the year. Yes. Yeah. Um. Then yeah. I looked it up and I saw that the first sack that he gave up was given to someone else. So it wasn't three sacks. It was two sacks. And then I still thought he had given up a sack. So we're gonna look up that last one to make sure. Um. But I will tell you that even if it's wrong, that is, you know, 10, you know, and I've given you the same thing last week. I gave you a completely different 10 from last week. There are literally 10 new items to talk about every week, guys. Uh, you know, it, it is it is something that's uh, uh, really cool because we're normally bitching at this point in the season. And we're like two weeks away from the season. Out of it at this point, let's be honest. Yeah, those one and five, two and four, you're kind of already out at that point. One and five. Um, last bit of home, last bit of uh, housekeeping, gentlemen, is um. So our good friend, uh, Crypto Freeze. Okay, if you're out there on Twitter, follow him. He donated. He donated a big stack of money for us to give away some rush swag. I, I I I can't even believe that we have followers that. Are that are that cool? That would do that for us. So um, tonight, guys, I want you to keep looking in the chat and so forth and see what's going on. I want to, uh, and I see Mark, I see Jake, I see all you guys. I see what's up, Brian. I see Tuto. I see Sarah. I see a bunch of you guys jumping in here. Whoever gives me the best question, and you guys believe it's actually a really legit good question, just ding me on it, and we're gonna send those guys a a, a rush hoodie or a rush T-shirt compliments of uh crypto freeze and you guys should go out there on twitter and follow him because he didn't have to do it and it's super cool that that people want to you know not only support us but also give back to the rest of the followers so he's, um, a, he's a great follow shoot, shoot his ad like type his ad up or something he's, he's definitely, a great follow. definitely follow him yeah, yeah, yeah. The follow crypto crypto for us uh his icon is like a, it's like a boxer wearing like uh like giants uh blue um so, yes, win a Rush t-shirt or maybe even a hoodie because I just ordered those guys. All right, guys, let's get into it. Um, Last before couple we, weeks. Before we do, oh. quick thing. Yeah. Go. PFF has them with five sacks for the season. They did give them credit, five? Yeah, they got them five. Glowinski is at one. Feliciano's at two. Bredesen is at zero. And Thomas is at zero. And Bredesen, by the way, last three weeks have been phenomenal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he's pretty getting pretty comfortable. It's, it's coming together, like believe it or not, it's slowly coming and, together. And you have I don't like to give credit to these Michigan cats, but I mean he's doing good. 
Well, yeah, yeah, he's UN. Remember, remember this too. You got Izudu and Lemieux that will be ready to play too. So it's just going to get better. Um. All right. So if you have a really good question, guys, keep an eye on anybody who's dropping questions into, um, you know, into the into the uh, comment section. Let's get into it, guys. This is the you know the section that I always like to call rant and rave. Zane, give me something that you just want to crow about. You know, something that you want to you want to you want to pound your chest about, and then give me something maybe, and it doesn't have to be a a player. It could be a coach. It could be a like last week, or two weeks ago. I complained about the turf. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so give me so, one thing you want to rant and rave about. Something I'm going to rave about is the fact that right now we're just the comeback kids. You know, you're just never out of it. Talk about adjustments. We always talk about Bill Belichick being one of the greatest coaches to ever make adjustments, and that's why the Patriots keep winning, right? Knows how to go in the locker room, make said adjustment. Uh, Mike Tomlin, another long time, going to be a Hall of Famer type coach, always make it a great sign of a coach is the one who can adjust in game, not the one who goes and sees film. There's like, oh, you know, we should have did that. Oh, we probably should have did that. They're making in game, and it's not just Dave's. Credit to Mike Kafka flying under the radar. He's been so good. Wink Martindale picking and choosing his spots very smartly when sending pressure. He blitzed Lamar Jackson 69% of the time. 69. It was either 64.9 or 69.4. Unreal amount, but he picked his spots and how he sent the blitzes. You know, all making these adjustments. <laughs> shout out to Brian. We're going to get Spartan there, man. But shout out to the coaching half's ability to make adjustments. That's what I want to read about right now. Six weeks in. We've seen multiple adjustments, even against Dallas. You didn't win, but you saw the adjustment taking place in the second half. So that's what I'm raving about is the fact that the coaching staff is doing in-game adjustments as are players, not just them. They're putting the players in position. But when you hear the, the, the players talking now, the players are giving you play-by-plays. What, what was I doing in the third quarter? How did I change it in the fourth quarter? So, I mean, shout out to the whole squad. Yeah, and you know what's funny? You're 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 raving about the coaching staff, and you said, and Kafka's flying under the radar. I'm like, yeah, I don't think that cat's flying under the radar anymore. People, people know. People are gonna know. People know what who these guys are right now. So what are your what are your uh, so um, I mean that's all positive stuff. Yeah. You got any, oh, I, got, you I got a big I got a big non-positive, which is a weekly problem. Where the hell is the run defense? Doesn't even exist. Okay. Doesn't even exist. I mean, we are, we have given up the second or third most yards on the ground in the NFL. That will catch up to you. I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, great story. Five and one. We've overcome it. Sure. It will. This is why we lost the Dallas game. Couldn't stop the run. That was part of the reason you lost the Dallas game. You're five and one. Your potential six and zero adjustments. You couldn't stop the run. So Tate Crowder was god awful. And as as good as Jalen Smith has been as an injection, he was pretty bad this past week too. They were usually they only went with one inside linebacker, by the way. So Wink played the big nickel and all that stuff. So you didn't see a lot of traditional inside linebacker between Crowder and Smith. But when both were on the field, it was bad, man. It was bad. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it definitely is noticeable. Like, you know, McFadden seems like he's a little bit slow on the uptake. You know what I mean? And they're using him like more of a two-down linebacker, Jalen Smith flying around. But when you really need a play, like I like I don't. Some guy said to me, "Oh, it's not a big deal. You know, it's a passing league." I'm like, "Look, 
they're all important positions or they wouldn't have them on the field. Okay. Like, like they would just run six DBs. They take the linebackers out. Like you need a linebacker, you know, like two years ago when we had that top 10 defense, because Blake came and shut it all down and, you know, had 150 tackles. We went from, you know, a 30th ranked defense, right. Against the run to 10th ranked defense against run. Because when you shut the run down, everything else gets a lot easier. Yep. So, so it's a great point. Now, again, uh, Leo is out, so that definitely hurt him. Oh, Jalari's been out, so that hurts him. You so know? I'm going to say this too: when Leo played the first three weeks, we got torched. Leo's played the last two weeks, we've got torched. So the reason I'm not putting on the D line is now with this attacking scheme, your D line's not doing so much in the run. They're supposed to penetrate, and those gaps are supposed to be filled now by your linebackers. We're just not getting it done, unfortunately. You see Tay Crowder getting washed. Um, he's very washed. The, the, the thing is, he's so inconsistent. He'll have a really good game. You're like, there he is. And then you're like, whoa, where the hell is he? The funny thing is, is that, and 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 Spartan, you can jump in here too, because I want to ask you. I mean, like, here's the thing about Crowder. I don't, I find him not an NFL linebacker. He's a tweener. And then once in a while, you know, he makes a big splash. And then, like, you know, he's on a highlight reel. Like, but so down in, down out. What, what, do you, what do you got him as? You think he's a safety? He's a hybrid? What is he to you? Like, what's oh, he he's he. No, he's still he's still a linebacker. Yeah, I don't he, think he's quick enough to be a, a safety. I don't think he's quick enough to be a defensive. Yeah, player. I don't mean position wise. I mean he's not an NFL linebacker, starting NFL linebacker. Like he's right. a great backup special teamer. You know, playing or the sub box. package guy or sub package guy, right? I'll yeah, just because he just play. can't. He's terrible. He catches tackles as they're running over him. He's terrible in coverage, and he takes he takes the worst angles I've seen in a long time. Jalen you know? Smith last week, man, I saw him take an angle, and I was like, oh, my God, where were your eyes? It was god-awful. Yep. Um, but again, uh, collectively right now, that's a unit that's going to require an upgrade. We're getting by right now, but like you said, if it's a tie game and now – you know, a big-time QB has the ball and all they need is a field goal, but you can't stop the run, that field goal is going to happen. You're not trying to stop a touchdown now, right? You're just trying to flip field position, whatever, or stop field position. Yeah. You're in a tougher position now. You know, and the Giants' opponents haven't really quite figured that out. I mean, I've noticed both with Green Bay and Baltimore, they stop with the run in uh, the fourth quarter. Green Bay especially, they completely stopped doing that in the second half. So, all right, Spartan, give it to me. Give me the rant. Give me the rave. Oh, and by the way, give me. I'm going to give a shout-out to uh, – Mikey Fresh, who used to be part of the Rush crew, uh, he says he says five and one baby, and then he also then throws in the Crowder's a backup. So awesome to have Mikey Fresh in the house. Um, always uh, uh, good to hear from him. And a couple other guys jumped in here. You know, as we were talking, Mark Thompson. I see Mason. What's up, Mason? Thanks by for the way. In. By the way, Sarah said at eight oh eight. Hey guys, you know what I'm here for, Sarah. I know what you're here for, Craig. I already flashed it once. The hair. Now we got to announce it. We got to show us the hair. Here we go. Oh, yeah. You're welcome, Sarah. Look at those luscious Italian locks. Woo. All right. Let it, let it flow forward like a, like a boy band style. Yeah. Edward Scissorhands. All right. Let's get serious. <laughs> give me Justin rant. Timber fake. Nah. Give me, give me the rant. Give me the rave. So I'll start with the rant then. I mean, like the one thing that I would love to see the Giants doing moving forward. And I, I believe me, I am loving what Catholic is doing. With, with the offense. They got the right system. They got the right scheme. They're putting Daniel Jones in great position to succeed. Uh, but I want to see them come out and, uh, you know, play a little bit less conservatively in the first half. 
Uh, you know, early on in in the game, looked a little bit more like Jason Garrett's offense. I was a little disappointed uh, with a couple minutes left that they didn't even really seem uh, to care to try to, uh, you know, get a drive going. And they punted it back to Baltimore, which I really don't want them to do. Uh, I mean, fortunately, it worked out just fine for us. But, you know, come out and explode in all four, four cylinders on offense. Have a little bit of a game plan. Try to score early. Uh, I do, you know, believe me, we're winning games, and I'm not going to complain about that. But I, I don't always want the Giants to be in that situation where they have to come back by 10 to 14 points because it's not always going to work. So that's my rant. Just offense, get some points on early. Uh, my rave? Look, Daniel Jones has been playing clean, crisp football, and he had an excellent game this past week, and he's been doing that this entire season. Uh, he's definitely thrown the team, you know, uh, the offense uh, on his back in terms of he's tra- making a work with wide receivers that are, you know, a lot lesser than what other quarterbacks are dealing with. And it's been very impressive to see what he can do. And you quoted a stat earlier, Craig, that's extremely impressive. Because I said earlier in the season, you know, what Which Daniel Jones is going to have to do to prove himself this year. You know, stats, it's one thing. More importantly, show me what you're going to do with a couple minutes left in the game. Show me you can score that touchdown that's going to get the go-ahead go ahead points, right? Mahomes mm-hmm. has plenty of games where he's inept for three quarters and then comes alive in that last quarter and makes the play where they win the game. That's what I want to see out of Jones. He's done that four times this year. And believe me, in a few of those games, he was not inept at all. I, I, you know, it's it's he's playing excellent football. You mean the stat Daniel Jones has four game-winning drives this season and leads the yeah. NFL? Yep. Yeah, there is no doubt. There is no doubt that we are seeing, um, like, you could call him a little bit of a game manager, but he's making the plays that are necessary. He's not making the mistakes he normally makes. Listen, guys, we all know that I said last week, when I did my top 10 to open up the show, he has one, you know, one turnover, you know, since, you know, the beginning of the year, like he's throwing the, he's, you know, he's throwing the ball away. He's not fumbling, you know, he's sliding. Like his game is getting better, whether that's him maturity wise in the maturation process or it's Kafka or it's Dable, whatever it is, you're seeing a different quarterback. And if everyone thought, and there was a lot of people out there like, oh, he's got to do 4,000 yards and 30 touchdowns, those things were never going to happen, especially now, guys, that we're playing with Sills and we're playing with Johnson and we're playing with, well, Wandell's back, which is great. But again, it's it's a little limited. Great debut for that kid. Yes, great debut. So it's a little bit limited. But, I mean, if you're not just a flat-out hater, you got to respect what Jones is doing. You just have to. You know what I mean? Because he's winning games. He's making the throws that are necessary and the plays with his legs and his arms. And like I had someone say to me, he's still a one-read quarterback. I'm like, watch the game. You can see him literally reading the defense. I'm not a Jones homer. I never have been. I've said that numerous times here. One of my main concerns or issues, one, one one-read quarterback. He's been moving off all of his reads. Absolutely. Those routes make way more sense than receivers. does Does he still stick? To maybe the hot route sometimes, yeah, which is fine. I'm not gonna kill him for that, but there's no coincidence that all of a sudden the guy has an actual pocket and some blocking, and he's not freaking out every two seconds on the one read to get rid of the ball. Yeah, could it just be a little bit of now? Hey, trust our guys. We got you, and they actually yep. have you. They actually are going out there. Nope. Do you know how many times I saw a clean horseshoe and I was like, look at that, look yeah. at that, and he stood there. And he'd deliver, and they're like, look, it could be that easy. Hey, Two he's days. also looking good under pressure. Some guy, I mean, these D tackles will get a hand right in his face, and he's still keep, like, looking downfield. Now he has enough passes. time, right? They're getting there, but just not as quick. 
Yeah. So he's- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, you're completely right. I was just saying, like, he's doing yeah. good and bull. You're right. Thank God the horseshoe's there. And and following following up, as Craig said, right, the, what was it, four game-winning drives or yeah. three game-winning and four comebacks, whatever it is. There's a three and a four, right? Yeah. Four four game-winning drives leads the NFL. And three fourth-quarter comebacks, right? So there you go. He's, he's out here killing it. And then on, on top of that, there's more metrics just to help you, right? So CPOE is a big one, completion percentage over expectancy. The last three weeks, Daniel Jones is number one. Yep. Uh, his, Q, his QBR the last three weeks is top. I love it. I love it. I'm not a QBR guy, but like, yeah, I, I everything, love it. Within, everything within context. Even I say every statistic is within context. Yep. You go look at week one to three, and I put a tweet out. It's gotten better every week. Now he's consistently for three straight weeks, he's been top five. That shows incremental right direction. I'm not in love with him. I'm not going to say, oh, well, he's here. We don't know. But we're at least going in the right direction with this guy, which is going to make a hard decision at the end of the season if he continues this way. A couple things let's, let's throw out here just because uh, we got tons of people like popping in the rooms. I want to make sure I say what's up to Mason, real cold. Uh, my man uh, my man Brad is in the room who actually is uh, part of the, uh, the Rush family tailgate. He's on the bus with me every single Sunday to the game. So – Good to see Brad in here. Thanks for hanging out and supporting. Um, but what I'm going to throw up here, guys, is something, and I didn't really have anything like in the notes on this. Two things. One is Mark Thompson has so far the question of the night. I'm going to put it up here. We don't have to dissect it, but I'm going to throw it up here. All right, and I'll just and I'll just read it. Top QBs are 40 to 50 million. Next tier, Cousins, Goff, Tannehill are at 30. All under, all the rest are under 15 mil. If DJ's re, uh, resigned. What would be the contract? Don't see franchised. I'm assuming he, he means the tag, the yeah. franchise tag, as that would take up too much cap two to three years. So we're going to, we, we're going to hold that for now, but I want to let you know, Mark, right question, now, man. that's a great question. And we're going to, we're going to try to circle back to that. That's a great question because then the only reason why I'm going to circle back is because Mason has something in here that I have never, I have never thought of. Um, maybe you guys are a little bit younger than me, so this might not register with you guys as much as it does with me and Mason. So Steve Young, okay, when he was on Tampa, was a bust. Couldn't do nothing. Played on a horrible team. You know, gets out to San Francisco and slowly just starts to take off. And, of course, John Taylor, Jerry Rice, that whole thing, right? But so I want to put this up here so people can entertain this. And no one has to get off the wall crazy, okay? We're not calling Jones a potential Hall of Famer. But I want to put this up here, Mason, because I really think it's a pretty cool point. It says, I'm all in on him. Steve Young, 2.0. Remember how badly the Niners were killed for that trade? He was almost cut by then. Poof. It's very true that there is a little bit of trajectory where, you know, Jones is on a bad team but has legs. Like, like you know, he's got a arm, very similar gunslinger-type style, right, as Young. Young used to throw, you know, throw while running. He used to take chances all the time. There's a little bit in there. There's a little bit in there that I can say, you know what? I can see some similarities between those guys. And if the team gets better, you know, there could be a consistent rise. Not Hall of Fame worthy yet because we don't know. But the same, the the people in the uh, in the '80s were saying the same thing about Steve Steve Young. He's a bust. Tampa sucks. He's the reason why he doesn't elevate anybody's game. So I just wanted to call that out to Mason because I think that's a super cool point that if the team keeps getting better, maybe Jones gets better too, right? 
Yeah, it's it's not a it's not a shocker even with Steve Young. He got better with a better team around him, better coaching around him. Daniel Jones, better team, better coaching. He looks better. Now, if he still looked bad, there you would go. But I'm with you. I'm not all of a sudden putting a gold jacket on the guy. I'm just saying in the same concept, could he turn the corner, flourish, have a better career? It's only six weeks, but it's looking better. That's for All sure. Right. It's definitely plausible. I feel like he's he's proven that he's, you know, look, he's much better than Tyrod Taylor. He's not a bridge quarterback in any means. Like, he is better than that, you know? So, then the difficult thing is uh, what Mark said, and we'll get to that when you want to, Craig, but, yeah, contract talks, I mean, that's definitely going to be – I mean, it's still up in the air. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, right. it's going to be a serious discussion. So – so Mark's question was great about how much we're going to pay to quarterbacks. And you're, you're back right. Because he had some, he had some uh, stats in there that, that that's worth considering. Yep. Now, over, and now can, again, I'm giving out gear tonight to the best question. Look at, look at Jim green, just rolling in with this one. Ready? Real talk. Who's the best team in, in the great state in New York? That was that, a good question. I saw that. That, was a good that is a, that is a stellar question right now. Yeah, All right. Very, so very at the end of the show, right now. Yep, at the end of the show, we're going to have to make a vote between the three of us on that. Cause that is, there's, a there's, a, there's the best question right there. Some, somebody named Nikki just had a question. That is pretty good. Put that one up. <laughs> That's a good question, Nikki. I like that. Tate Crowder sucks. Tate Crowder sucked when they drafted him. Tate Crowder sucked in year one. Tate Crowder sucked in year two. Tate Crowder still sucks now. Now, he's probably a great guy. They say he's a great locker room guy. Yeah, and I, I'm, I mean, only, I'm only saying yeah, that. It's, it's, it's fine, right? We're, we're good. That's we're good. Really feel. <laughs> nah, I'm only having fun with you. He doesn't suck. He's just he's just not an everyday guy. Yeah. 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 And you know what? I applaud a guy who's Mr. Irrelevant and has a and has a kick-ass career. You know, four years running for Mr. Relevant. And I, I've always heard great things about him in the locker room, stuff like that. I just don't think in today's <laughs> NFL. Put a put a real cold G's comment right after Nikki's. <laughs> He's written a moving van for Crowder. Jesus, hey, people, people are ruthless, man. You, you know what though? I, I, I appreciate the fact there's some there's there's some people with some some uh some personality in the room tonight. You know what oh, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. James Green asked a good question, though. He always does. All right. So so my man Rock Adams got a pretty good question, too. Um, wait, I just lost it. All right. Here's another good question, guys. Um, it's it's not Giants-related, but it's Dable-related, so it counts. Was Josh Al- What was Josh Allen before Dave's got there? It's a well, good let question. Ask, let me ask a part two for that. What was Josh Allen before Stephon Diggs got there? Yeah, and that might actually be the answer to Rock's question. You know what I mean? Like, um, so we're getting some good questions. So everybody definitely wants to win some gear today. So we're gonna have to vote on that. Let's keep rolling through, guys. Um, you know, and and guys, thank you. You guys are awesome tonight. You're completely rocking it. Um, let's talk about. And I'm not even gonna give you my rant and rave because my Brad. Brad sorry, Brad's got a good question. All Brad right, Christian. hang That's on, hang on, hold the show. Where's Brad? Um, 831 mark. Like yep, right I got it. How did the G-Men not sign, uh, re-sign Saquon, but investing money in an RB position hasn't shown the work? Tough conundrum for the front office to figure out. All right. Now, here's, here's, my, here's my answer. Can I say it real quick? Yeah. yeah. 
the running back position doesn't offer that much value to a team. Saquon offers a lot of value to a team. Just there remember that, guys. There you go. Because he's not just a running back. And by the way, Brad, you you I see you every Sunday. So you you can keep all these great questions coming. I'll I'll always hook up a brother, you know, uh, from another mother uh, at my tailgate, um, or our tailgate, I should say. Um, Real cold wants he's got a lot of questions are rolling in. How do you guys feel about Evan uh, Evan Neal's progression? Okay, Perfect. great. Yeah, all great question. He's crushing. It's like a calculus chart, man. It's just taking off. I'm loving to see it. All right, let's do this, guys. Signed and released. Oh, the world. Are you sad, Craig, about the release part? Your boy. They got rid of your boy. I am. I am. I am. All right. So, so this segment, gentlemen, is called signed and release. I'm going to go through who got signed and released, and you guys tell me what your thoughts are. Um, so, of course, we know Marcus Johnson um, was signed from the practice squad to the 54. Um, a little background on 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 Johnson, and that, ha- and that of course, you know, he was basically last week in, into this week, but he was officially signed today. Um, I guess maybe he actually signed his contract. So here's the cool thing about Johnson. Um, he was with the, our wide receiver coach, uh, Mike Grow, uh, in Philly and Indianapolis. So he wasn't tossed a bone. Mike Grow already knew about Marcus Johnson. He's got a relationship with him. He knew him. So it was it was more of a comfort thing. Check this out, guys. Six foot one, two oh four. Ready? Runs a four a four three nine. 40 yard dash. So for wow. a big for a big dude, he flies. And he gets open. Pay attention. He's been getting he had that drop with uh, in the end zone, which I was like, oh come on, man. You gotta make you gotta you gotta catch that one. That was his one, but he's basically taking Sills snaps. If you look at the trajectory, David Sills, you're seeing less and less of David Sills now. A lot yep. less of David Sills. I'll, I'll give uh Sills a uh a shout out. What an amazing crackback block he had this weekend. Uh, to to spring the 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 run, uh, you know, to the left to the left side outside the D gap. It was a for a guy you don't see as a bruising blocker. Yeah. He he cracked back the DN, which had to outweigh him by seventy five pounds. Easily. It was a, so, so the, yeah. So you know, it's cool that guys, you know, aren't divas and they're doing what's asked of them. So if Marcus Johnson takes the the snaps away. Seals is still happy to be on the team and still working, which is super cool. Um, um, my boy Austin Allen, the the tight end, was was definitely cut was cut today. Um, so, you know, to make room for um, an additional tight end that they brought in. Um, yes. I don't know. Ortega, right? Correct. Now I don't know much about him. You guys familiar with him? Not at all. He's, more, he's got a little bit more receiving capability, from what I understand. So mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm sure maybe they're looking at him. You know, he's not a perfect tight end, obviously. He got cut, but you know, looking possibly to work him in a little bit more with some some passing routes. And he came from New York Jets. He did two well, stitches. Uh, yes, he did. Adam, Adam Adam in the comments has a comment about him. Said he's a sneaky good signing to athletic tight end over here. Uh, good stuff. Oh. Uh, Oh yeah, okay. Oh, I see it. Yeah, yeah. Kager was a sneaky. Let me pop that up on there. Is it Kager uh, or is it Kager? I really don't know. I don't know, but it's a cool last name. K. I like it's Kager. Cool no matter what, you're right. I like yeah. Kager better. It's cool regardless. I'll go with Kager just because it sounds good. And yeah, remember, exactly. good Giants players have cool last names. People with names like Guy Wimper, like it's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, great point. Um. So yeah. So there was there was that signing. So Johnson's on. Um. 
The tight end is on. Austin Allen is is out. Um, and I was saying, uh, Zane, with Spartan before the show, we were worried about the defensive backs. And these young kids like McLeod and these guys have come to play, and it's impressive. Okay. And I was wondering, you know, like, do you think they're going to sign any more DBs? Because, think- like, it still seems to be a weak spot, but they're not really having – like, they're they're balling. So let's talk about Adoree Jackson, who I've been talking about since last season and saying he's been underratedly good. He's had a couple hiccups this season for, like, a game or two, but for the most part, he's a solid, like, B+. I think he's doing great as your number one. Fully knowing he's your number one, he's not getting crushed, like, at all, even remotely. Uh, and he's, he's playing much better in the run game. So I'm already – I'm not happy with Adoree. Talk about a little bit of a renaissance here, or I didn't see this coming, and I talked about this. Uh, Fabian Moreau, he got he, he got beat for the touchdown, which was a tough one. I mean, Mark Andrews was just making us his children for most of the game, uh, but he gave up that, 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 that tough one. Aside from that, Fabian Moreau has been excellent. And he was also officially signed today, too. Yeah, and he's been excellent. He's a fast, big guy. Right, he had the full uh, 16 starts with Atlanta, I think, last year, and he was bad. But so was all of Atlanta. So maybe that was more of a I'm bad, everyone's bad scenario. But he's been excellent. I think he should be the number two going forward. Period. Unless he gets hurt or something, he's been absolutely excellent. And then hopefully Flot comes back. Flot's been so good. He doesn't need to work on the tackling. He's small, but his sure. his his read and reaction for Flot has been so unbelievably good. Every I time. Right? Yeah. Well, All right. So, this is well, unbelievable. So let's let's segue there for a second about rookie class. So Patel wants himself some rush, uh, some rush gear because look at this question. This one's loaded at every angle. Oh, no. Yes, that's the one I was going to tell you about. Piyush, that's that's the one, man. Patel's coming in strong and hot. Yeah. Yeah. So so that's going to be one we're going to have to chew up too. Hey, hey, awesome. hey, hey Piyush, I got I got I got your answer. Not a goddamn thing. That's what it changes. <laughs> um, I will say that, uh, yes, the the draft class is looking brighter and brighter this year because these guys, you know, are um, are just, you know, playing above their heads. And as I said, the Spartan earlier, Zane, is they're all buying in and they're all having fun. If Ball we still up. had Jack Rabbit and DRC, as much as we love those guys, I don't Talk think those DRC. Are- I talk to DRC like every other day. He's mad chill. We're gonna, I'm going to get him on the show one day. He's a really busy guy, but I'm going to get him. Oh, well, Craig was just going to compliment him. Craig, go, go ahead with your compliments. Oh, just- I, like, uh, like DRC was the last, you know, cornerback we had that made the Pro Bowl. Like, we're big fans. But those guys are set in their ways. I don't know if they would buy in if Jack Rabbit and DRC would buy in like these young cats are. These young cats are, like, flying around and making plays. And, like, I'm, you know, we're doing the signed and released segment. And I'm like, normally I'd be like, we need to sign it a cornerback who's, who's out there and these guys are just balling. I don't, I don't, I'm not really sure if we need to, you know, stack the deck there. Following up on what Peter said, right? Okay. Gettleman, let's say he's right on Jones, right? Let's just say he was right. Well, he was also responsible for hiring the coaching staff. So is he also not somewhat responsible for the development of said player you chose? Right. There's got to be a link there. Like yeah. Sarah said, coaching matters. So had he hired the right development and we got this earlier, he's probably still holding on to that job, which I'm glad he's not, FYI. 
All right, let's let's put, move on a little bit of fun because I want to draw this to some people's attention who live in the state of New Jersey like I do. Wanted to bring this to your attention. Our knucklehead governor sent out a tweet today congratulating the great play of the Philadelphia Eagles and the Philadelphia Phillies, uh, uh, you know, basically highlighting how exciting it is right now. Well, hey, governor, yo, hello. There's other teams that play in New Jersey that won this weekend too, knucklehead. You cannot just his ass. Just, just let's just say it. he's got to be impeached for these comments, Craig. This is unacceptable. Like, like I'm like I'm thinking to myself, can he be that big of an idiot? What people the, in New Jersey what, call your what, local state congressional person, no, no, whatever. What, I know you don't know who they are, but just see if you get. Time out. What's worse, that or Chris Christie sitting with the Cowboys in the box watching Cowboys games all the time? I mean, which one's worse? Oh, it, well, that was know, bad. Yeah, that was like they're both they're both really bad in different ways. Like, Murphy grew up in South Jersey, right? He's a South Jersey kid. Is that is that what it which, is? Which listen, when when and I'll tell you, there used to be. So, yes, he is. To answer yeah. your question, yes. Yeah. But I'm sorry, you're still representing the state of New Jersey, and I'm pretty. We don't even have to talk about the Yankees. The Giants play in New Jersey, and he congratulates the Phillies. The Phillies don't play in New Jersey. The Eagles don't play in New Jersey. The Giants do. Guy is a tool bag for even going out of his way to congratulate two Philadelphia teams and saying nothing about the Yankees or the Giants. I'm going to go tweet him after this. Don't worry, Craig. I'm on it. We're, I, we're I, going to protest. I've seen picket signs. We cannot live in a state where somebody is saying congratulatory messages to the Philadelphia Eagles when you're the governor of New Jersey. Yeah. yeah. Well, at least, at least congratulate oh, wow. all the teams that play in the region. And then you and then you congratulate your teams first. Then that's team. right. That's right. You know what the worst ever was? The worst thing I've ever seen New York do for a team that they just shouldn't have when they lit up the. Mm. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand that at all. I, 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 I get pissed off thinking about it. No, uh, that's because all you got. It's all because all these you know, you millennials and you you Generation Z. You don't want to offend anybody. Millennial. I don't give a crap about that stuff. <laughs> You think I'd ever light something up for another team from another state and another? Well, you're, old, you're old school. That's why. I'm. A, I was born in the '80s. I'm an older millennial. That's right. Yeah. New York is a world city. That doesn't mean we get to celebrate like everybody. I mean, let's be real here. Not in these circumstances. Well, that's as political as we get here on the Giants, guys. Um, let's let's move on to uh, and, and these and the comments are coming in. He, yeah, I like, I like Nikki's comment. I All like right, comment. throw it up. Throwing it up. I live in the same town as the governor, and I will head over to his house and tell him he's a disgrace for raising you. Sweetheart, if you do that, I will drive you there. That is awesome. That is, and he, oh, Go to he, the next from, comment. Go to the next comment there. He's from Massachusetts. <laughs> That's right, real cold. She is gangster. Uh, I love it. I love it. Look, uh, all I'm saying is this. The only team that plays in New Jersey, the state that he governs, is the New York Giants. The Phillies aren't. And the Eagles aren't even in New Jersey. I mean, I guess the Jets. Well, we show love to the Jets. We got no problem. Four and two. Hey, yeah, you're right. You're Shout right. To their fan base. I'm happy. Which, for by them. the way, circles back to that great question on who's the best team in in the, you know in the state of New York, which we'll have to get to. The um, best team in the entire universe, the New York oh, Giants. Next question. By the way, you know, just to just to give us give our sponsor a great plug. Tuto says, "Don't forget to mention about our sponsor." You know, listen, this is why I love Tuto because you hear what it says. It says, don't forget to mention about our 
sponsors. Two Toes family, bro. Two Toes family. That's all it is. And like, and I love it, dude. Like he's like oh, he is literally like the, he's like the fifth up. member of the show. Yeah, bring his comment back up. I want everyone to pay attention. Look at look at Two Toes photo. That's him. He Astro Flav. Because of Astro Flav. Because of Astro Flav. That's how yep. jacked he is off of Astro Flav. It, it's all true, by the way. It's all true. Um, what's up, Brian? Thanks for checking in. I see Brian. You know what? Um, Brian, I'm so sorry. Brian tweeted me a very good question that I said was good for tonight's show. I already had well, what, Tell him to type it in. Well, if he, even if he doesn't, I'm going to just read it out loud right now. So Brian's question was, how can it be that every major team power ranking has the Giants among the top teams in the league, yet booking sites have the Giants as four-point underdogs to the two and four Jacksonville Jaguars? Great question. Great yeah, question. it is a good question, and it definitely uh, has to do with what they feel people are going to bet on this weekend, right? I mean, like, they need, they need 50% Jags. They need 50% Giants to make money. So they're definitely trying to push people. I don't, to I don't think it's that. I think it's matchups. One, Trevor Lawrence is doing really well. Their defense is underrated, and they do put a point. They just can't put it together right now. So I think they're they're an underrated team. Yeah, but he didn't. But he said the gambling sites. The gambling sites are just purely trying to push the market. You know, he didn't say sports sites. He said the gambling sites. He didn't say that. I am saying the gambling sites. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying I, the gambling sites. I, I believe it was uh, the some some bookings. I'm pretty sure across the board the lines are with the Jags as uh, favorites. Every single one of them. It's yeah. the trap game, as my dad used to say. It's the trap game. All right, guys, let's talk defense. Spartan, what did you think about the Wink reunion? Uh, you know, was it all you were expecting? Was there anything that stood out to you that, like, you know, yeah, exactly. And by the way, I will give 100% kudos to Zane for this because when the like the minute that Wink got hired, he's like, I'm just going to use this emoji for the rest of the year. Yeah. So I got to give him credit. That was all him. Um, so you should all now use the, the winking emoji. Wink. That's it. We don't even say his name. Don't even say his name. name. Yep. Just use it. Uh, Spartan, give me some defense to talk. What's your, what are you most impressed with, with this past weekend or – or was it just another day at the office? Well, there were, I mean, like there were two drives there in the third quarter where they were getting torched, uh, and then obviously some long runs that they were giving up. So, you know, uh, we you know we don't have that um, defense anymore that we had underneath Patrick Graham, where you know it's it's bend don't break. Uh, it's a lot of tight, which is great because we get off the field a lot earlier in a lot of situations. But then there's there's just certain plays, uh, you know, that break down unfortunately, and there's not a guy back there to tackle. Now, I will say on that one run, uh. The um, which one? And we only had ten defenders on the on the one play. It was just a clean like through the uh, right. Oh, the Kenyon Drake touchdown run. It was a touchdown yeah. run. Yeah, Kenyon Drake uh, touchdown. There, there are only ten guys on the field, so let's just make sure the Giants clean that up because that's very critical. Odds are that play doesn't even happen. Uh, but yeah, no, I will say the the Giants' ability to take an offense from you know that's led by Lamar Jackson. You got Mark Andrews there having a great year. And don't get me wrong, they gave a lot of yards up to Mark Andrews. He, he could have done whatever he wanted that day. But the Giants were finding ways to stop that offense and causing turnovers or you know, turnovers later in the game. But, you know, getting stops early enough where they had to pump the ball. And I was extremely impressed by that uh, because we didn't really see that a lot last year. You know, stopping the team before the four-yard mark. But, I, I want to I jump on your in your statement, too, because, like, guys, help me, help me work through this. Maybe I'm the only one that saw it, but, like, I just felt like Lamar Jackson looked like a punk. 
Like, I mean, he looked like he was like giving up, like he, things weren't working out for him. His body language was crappy. Like, you know, I just, I just expected more out of him. Like he did not show me that he was the gamer that he has been in the past. You know, like he was getting frustrated and I just didn't, I just didn't get that vibe for him. Like, you know, like I'm going to come back. I'm going to get you next play. I'm going to get you next series. I was really just like, why? Do, do you know why? Yeah, there it is. Well, you know what it could be because he was wearing that enormous freaking winter coat on the sidelines there while it was 60 degrees out in the Meadowlands. Like, I know the kids from Florida, but like, dude, but that that jacket was like for an Arctic expedition, man. What the hell was? Did you guys see that? Yeah. I just, again, I mean, yeah, maybe, maybe he was like you said, like maybe he's tired, overheated. I don't know. You could, you could be put some stock into that. I'm just making a point. Like I expected more out of, a, out of him. And I, I just thought it looked like he gave up. His body did, language sucked. Did you, but did you so, though? Because even you said the week before or two weeks before, whatever, when you're talking about this game, that if you make him one-dimensional, you're not worried about him. And that's what they tried to do. They tried their best to make him one-dimensional, and then he didn't beat you, right? So, yeah, I'll, again, the difference between his, his play is one thing and his body language and, like, what you see and, like, the way like, – I thought he kind of his body language is that he was getting smacked around a little bit. That's what was yeah. happening. He was getting smacked around a little. Were, we were That's getting hand, we were getting our hands on him, right? It's like yep. any other QB. We were getting to him a little bit, and that changes that body language, right? That that um that fumble snap wasn't a coincidence. That's a, I mean, how many false starts did the defensive line create? Like four or five? They were yeah, on dude, it. They were going. What were they doing on offense? And I don't want to hear that the refs gave the Giants. Some Ravens fan tried saying that. They also got a touchdown with, you know, three seconds after the clock ran out to zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, real quick, I will say this, too. He's he's probably a little frustrated. He was frustrated they would get to the, you know, the for all the yards they were getting, they only came in with 20 points. I'm stealing. 438 uh, yards. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Two touchdowns, 430. One That's touchdown, you had 10 people. The second touchdown, the clock had expired for at least three seconds. At right. least Meanwhile, the Giants get six yards a game, and they get, you know, three touchdowns. <laughs> they can Rain make goal. sense. I don't know. And Mark, Mark, who's always got, you know, the stat when we're looking for it, converted only one or three in the red zone and had a missed field goal. The Giants were efficient, converted three or four in the red zone. Like, all, all true. Again, I just thought that just maybe it's just me. I just thought he had really crappy body language and his team is looking at him as the leader and they're like, oh, this guy's going to pout. He looked like he was pouting, you know, and I didn't, I didn't expect that out of him, you know. Well, you got to think it's also a combination of frustration with the game, but he's also probably frustrated with what's going on at Baltimore. Like, he might not be coming back. It's his proven oh, year. He's, coming, he's coming back. Yeah, he might just not get that deal. He might catch a crazy franchise tag. They might not give him the long term. Yeah, term. maybe he needs an agent and let, the, let, the, let you know, he's not, he's not a lawyer. Maybe you should let the people who know what they're doing work, you know, do it. Does not have an agent? He has an agent, doesn't he? No. He really? He sold? Somebody's got it. He's, he's, he's negotiating his own contract. Is it? 100%. Yeah. Why would I lie to you? You just got the Evan Neal stat wrong earlier. That's why, damn it. Oh, thanks for backing me up, Mike. Appreciate it. <laughs> that's why, Craig. That's like, that's like Zane's new signature move. My new signature is... All right, guys, let's do this. Um, give me Zane. Give me your defensive game ball. One guy that you got to give the ball to. I don't, I'm going Thibodeau. I don't care who it is. I'm going Thibodeau. <laughs> I don't care. Okay. That's my guy. I'm going Kayvon Thibodeau. He's a closer. Guess what? He closed. Multiple pressures. He's getting comfortable now. The game is being adjusted to. 
He's healthy. He's going to start cracking on people. I don't care about the sack numbers. He's getting there, getting there consistently. So, Side, side note, also, Julian Love's been crazy this year. Wait, you only get one game ball. Don't jump the gun to get one game everybody. ball. Dexter Lawrence shouts you out. Everybody gets one. You get a game ball. You get a game ball. You get a game ball. Saints on fire today. Um yeah, I'm uh I watched um you know uh Nick is always dropping in um these segments where you can watch every single rush or every single snap from a player. Nick. Yeah, it's really we've had Nick on before. He's really oh, good. Falato, yeah, shout out to Nick Falato. I love his work. He's great. Yeah, Nick does a great job. He's a friend of the friend of the program. Him and Dan are partners. Um they do a great job. Um and I watched the Thibodeau, you know, uh rushes and the game is starting to slow down from a little bit. He's using his hands better. Uh, he's getting, you know, used to stabbing guys. If he can, you know, if he can work a, an inside move, he's going to be deadly, right? Because right now he's doing a lot of power rushes, but he's definitely, you know, he's stabbing and he's swimming. And, like, he's definitely starting to feel what it takes to be a pro outside linebacker defense. And, like, he's, you know, basically – uh, right around the ball, he's right there. He's a step away. He's he's jumping up, trying to knock balls down because he had a deflection last week. And then, of course, when the game's on the line, closes and closes know, and makes the play. So his uh, bend, his that's bend, a great that's a great pick for your defensive uh, ball. His, uh, his, spark, your looks, defensive ball. his bend looks so much better than I thought it would. Yeah, agreed. It looks way better. Agreed. I, actually, he's a lot leaner than I I thought too. So you know he can get that lean. Uh, Spartan defensive ball. Davon, man, I'm sorry. When he came up with that big play at the end, you can just see the turning corner where it's like he's going to be that elite player that's going to come up big and make big game time plays for us. My game ball is Julian Love. Um, Those are really your two guys, so that's multiply fair. Yeah, I I think this is Love's best game of his career, knocking balls down, intercepting uh, balls, you know, yards after the pick, um, you know, coming up with open field tackles. Uh, I just really love, love his game. Again, I, I've always said I'm a closet New York, Notre Dame fan. I've always liked the kid. But just I think he's starting to buy in in his program too. And I think that Wink really sees a lot in him. He's a captain, right? And he's he's earning the respect of the NFL yeah. because he's making plays. It's not like he's like – like, listen, you can definitely get in McKinney's shadow and get stuck there because that, that cat can ball. But they're both playing at a really high level – and in fact, I would have to say even Love right now is playing like above what anybody thought he could do because it's not just inter- the interception or the yards after the interception. Like he knocked a bunch of balls down. He's coming up with open field he saved tackles. The, he saved a touchdown. He broke one up in the end zone. So great, great breakup in the yeah. end zone. So and going- hey, Rick, real quick, can I make an honorable mention too because he, he deserves to get a shout out. Dexter Lawrence, just another unbelievable game, getting the pressure. Oh, bro. Another Ooh, one. Dexter Lawrence's best best year by far. Um, I'll even eat crow. Like I was like, I don't know why we need another another you know captain. You know he's earned every right of it. You know he's had a great year. Convenient, it's contract year. (laughs) No, I mean it is contract, but I'm just gonna say the same thing I said in the off season. Once you brought in Wink and you have an attractive defense, I told you he was going to flourish because that's his best tool. The fact that. He's not only very strong, he's got some moves to get to the quarterback. He can get around you. He can get through you. He's smart. But, again, he was used as this 
you know, standard traditional. I just wanted you to play the run, and okay, he was fine. It's not like he you was know, bad against it. He's he's got very quick feet. He's got very quick hands. Sees the sees the field will, and as Leo gets now again, you're never really healthy during an NFL season, but. As Leo gets back into it, if Ojolari, because there's some talk that Ojolari might be available this year. I don't know, guys. It could really be fun to watch these guys play for the next couple of years, you know, um, you know, uh, uh, with the amount of bend, flex, you know, strong hands, fast. Like, there's there's something for everybody. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it definitely reminds me of when they had Tuck and Strahan, and then there was, like, that fast speed rusher with OC, and then you had Tolfson with the motor, like – these guys have a lot going for them. It's going to be fun to watch them. Dexter Lawrence definitely needs to be in the all-pro conversation. Uh, 100%. 100%. Aaron Rodgers agrees. Yes. Aaron Rodgers' quote last week was that he's underrated and definitely one of the best in the games and his offensive line. First off, I just want to go on the record. I don't like Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is a tool. His name is Dexter Lawrence, not number 97, you douche monkey. Say his name. Thank you. Right. Yeah, I well, I'm assuming, I'm I'm assuming that maybe maybe uh, the McAfee show maybe told him not to promote him. Who knows? No, it's not a promotion. The McAfee show is like wide open. This is just Aaron Rodgers being Aaron Rodgers. It's yeah. good to say his name, but this is me giving him credit. You know that '97 is pretty good. I'm a douche, but '97 is pretty good. Fair enough. I like to take uh, Spartan offensive game ball. Uh, I'm actually, uh, it's a bit of a wild card here, but, uh, Bellinger, uh, I, I just saw it, it's, there's two words that are coming to my mind when I'm watching a play available and reliable. The dude's catching everything that comes in his area, right? He had that one drop in the preseason. I was a little worried for him. Dude's coming together just fine and is being a very dependable tight end. And that's what we like to see. Not only because he came on our show in the spring for any of you fans out there that want to watch our interview, believe me, nobody else has a long, a, a longer interview with Bellinger than we do. So go ahead and check that out. And but, it's a great interview. That's oh, a good one. Fantastic. He's a great guy too. But, you know, again, uh, reception in the end zone, uh, converting on third downs. This is something that we haven't seen from a tight end in a, in a very long time, at so least me, five years. Me, me and Craig had a, jumped on that tweet today. Somebody was saying that, you know, he's really not a superstar yet. Yeah, oh. okay, remember that tweet, right? I was like, okay, fine. He's not a superstar, but look look what he's being asked to do. He's not he's a, a traditional, not only a rookie, they're not asking him to just go out and beat man coverage and just be open. The the comment was about Greg Dolchich getting wide open, scoring a touchdown from Russell, right? That's what it was? That's what kicked off? Yeah, he said oh, that, that Bellinger's not beating anybody one-on-one. And I'm like, he's not asked to beat anybody one-on-one. Like, yeah, like, you- that's not the game plan here. They're keeping him in two-block, chip, release. And he's still finding himself like, available. Like, so this is the security blanket we've needed for ten years. Like yeah. this is this is Jake Ballard. Another, you know, this is, you know, he's got the ability to be Kevin Boss. Like we we for all those for all those names, Craig. He's two because his athletic profile is so much better than those other guys. One hundred percent. Yeah, great, great point. Athletically up there. Yep, great, great point. I mean, the guy can block, the guy can catch, the guy can run. He just, you know, comes with, you know, limited experience in San Diego State of them not throwing him the yeah. ball. Doesn't mean he can't do it. And they're not asking him to. Kafka is slowly kind of like, it's kind of like when you bring your dog to the park, you know, you give him a treat and off he goes. And you give him another treat and off he goes. And then he comes, brings the ball back. Like, like he's slowly feeding, you know, Bellinger until, so he gets comfortable in, you know, everything. You know, first it was blocking, then it was chipping, and then it was chipping and releasing, and then now he's in a pattern, and then he's in motion. Like, 
they're giving him more because this guy was with Kelsey for three years. So, you know, we've got to like, yeah, and you're right, Zane. We both jumped on it because this guy was complaining just to complain. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't find that fair whatsoever because if you're going to make that statement, then please put it into context of, you know, where what Doltich is being asked to do, whereas what Bellinger is being asked yep. to do in the system. They're using him primarily to block. Everything else is an added bonus. But now the rest of the league is trying to see that he can catch. He can yeah, catch. and Rock's got a good point. that He's got a high football IQ. Like this, this guy – you know, understands the game, what's being asked of him, you know, and look, the, the, and to Zane's point, this conversation we were having on Twitter today was like, you know, he's scoring touchdowns. You know what I mean? He's on pace to, do, to have six touchdowns and 400 yards. Like that's fantastic for a rookie. And by the way, just so you guys know, I already did the research weeks ago that when you look at Kelsey and you look at Kittle and you look at Waller and you look at these guys, they don't have great rookie years because they come in and they block, they catch a ball or two. Like this guy is doing fantastic. And Jones literally said, and I don't have the quote, but I'm going to paraphrase him is that Bellinger gets open. He knows when to sit down in space. He knows how to get open. He knows exactly, you know, where to position his body, you know, for certain blocks. And, and that is high IQ rock. And that, thank you for, for bringing that up. Like, that's what you're looking for in a guy. And then when they ask him to beat somebody one-on-one, if, if that ever comes, like, great. That's icing on the and cake. You know what? And you know what? He can. He actually can. Again, athletically, and we've seen him run routes. He, he'll he do fine. And Real Cold G just nailed it. I mean, Real Cold G, put up that last take. Not, not that one, the last take he just had right underneath. Right? What are we talking about here? Look at the upgrade. Look at the upgrade in the Evan position. Ingram was an athlete. He wasn't a, a ball player. Which brings me to, Zane, your offensive game ball. Give it to me. Ooh, so many. I'm just going to stick with Saquon right now. Ground, grind it out. It wasn't pretty. Still got almost close to 100 all-purpose yards. Still got that touchdown. Made that smart, heady play to slide, even though you're on my fantasy team, you jerk, and you cost me six points. But that's okay. I'm not mad about it. I moved on. I won my match. Uh, but... Uh, just, again, wherewithal, being the team player, being very smart, sacrificing his own stats. And, again, it wasn't pretty for him. I think he averaged under four yards of carry, but kept grinding with the run, kept grinding with the run a little bit in the past and got it done. And then, you know, did a little Superman Jordan into the end zone, got his TD. So I'm, I'm going to keep rocking with him, man. Still leads the league in scrimmage. So I'm with it. So I tweeted this out today. I'm scrolling through my stuff to see if I can find the exact number because I don't want to mess the number up. But Oh, here it is. So Saquon Barkley in 2021 through 13 games had 593 rushing yards. Mm -hmm. Okay. Through six games of 2020, he's already at 616 yards. And I don't want to jinx the guy, but the guy is balling. Yep. Okay. He is running with, with his pads low. He is hitting the hole. He is having fun and he's putting all the naysayers behind him. And, and listen, um, I still think he's good for this team. I still think he's the face, the face of the franchise. And regardless, yes, Spartan had, you know, brought up the point, you know, that people are talking about running backs and, and money. He's not a running back. He's, he's, he's an old class athlete that can catch the ball out of the backfield. He can throw it when, when necessary. Um, 
You know, he's improved on his blocking. Not great, but improved his blocking. And he's and he's literally changed the way he runs the ball. <laughs> bring up Tuto's comment. So someone bring up Tuto's comment. <laughs> Let's go, Craig. Oh, come on. Sure will. Sure will. Sure will. All right. Let's go. Just let it flow, baby. Just I, I don't it know. Flow. Let it flow well, back, man. All right, there. Look at all, all right. that luscious hair. Are you, all, right. all you all you all you weirdos? Um so yes. Uh look, I I, I think that's a great but uh, great pick. I gotta go with Thomas for my game ball because of the consistency is just out of control for the for that guy he has been through so much crap, so many coaches. So many people saying, oh, you know, Worfs was better. This guy was better. Like, he has just locked it up. Show that soul glow. <laughs> you people are so much fun today. I, where, are you, where are you guys normally? You guys are a ton of fun today. You guys all have to come back each week. You guys are you guys are a blast. Um, so that's my game ball. Um, great, great call on that. Uh, Lewis Riddick semi-apologized today. Or was it yesterday or today? He semi-apologized on Andrew Thomas. Maybe rushing in too quickly on judgment. And maybe coaching was what he needed. But he's been killing us since last, since last season. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's, let's, let's wrap this up with a little bit of Jags talk. Uh, and then we can pick our question of the day. Jack, you know, uh, let's make it quick. J- gentlemen, give me... Uh, Spartan Jags, where are you with the Jags? Do you see this? We're coming in as an underdog, which is which is cool by me because guess what? When the Giants are underdogs, we roll. So I'm cool with that. Um, where are you in this whole? You know, hey, the we can't stop the run. They're going to run the ball, and that Trevor Lawrence is now, you know, he's he's Tom Brady. Like, what do you what do you think? Yeah, look, I mean, they're a two and four team. They're not. They definitely don't have that edge the Giants do in terms of, you know, they're finding ways to win. Uh, the two wins they did have were dominant. So, you know, be aware that, you know, on a good day, the Jaguars can play some pretty good football. Uh, and, you know, what, what's critical for the Giants, and I don't think it'll happen because I don't think they will allow it, but it's tough, you know, mentally to, to assure that you're not going in that direction. Uh, the Giants can't sleep on the Jaguars. Uh, yep. I, I feel like, you know, you, you, you go to, to London to play Green Bay, you get in a mindset of like, oh, we're playing Aaron Rodgers. This is a big deal. I'm, you know, we've got to get into it. Uh, home game against the Ravens, all blue. You know, the, the you're playing Lamar. It's the same field. You know, going down to Jacksonville, you kind of lose that, like, you know, we're really in this. We're playing real man football kind of thing mentally. And I think it is easy for the Giants uh, to slip a little bit. You know, you don't, you can't afford mistakes. The Giants can't afford to make any mistakes. Uh, and they really got to capitalize on every opportunity they have. Uh, but there's no reason the Giants should be, in my opinion, a two-and-a-half-point underdog. I know if you're on the numbers or whatever, the stats that Vegas is going to run, they're going to say, well, you know, uh, this many yards here, this many stops here. Uh, Jaguars should win. And really, two-and-a-half points to the home team, that means that it's it's ultimately even, but they're going to yeah. get to the, get to the, the home team. The home team gets the field goal, right? Yeah. The, home team, the home team gets the field goal at that point. Exactly, exactly. So that's the thought process there. But look, I don't even think the Giants can can just beat the Jaguars. They could beat the brakes off the Jaguars on a good day. Get some points up in that game early. Let's see what they're made of. Let's see what they can do against a crappy team. We've seen what they could do against a good team. So I want to see what can happen this week. Saying, give it to me, and then we got to pick a question. Um, 
I'm kind of the same place. I, I, I think it's a much tougher game than people are making out to be. I don't. I mean, I'm not sleeping on these guys here. Um, the Jags are a good team. Uh, they have a decent defense. I don't think they're trash at all. They almost uh, lost the Eagles. I mean, they had a tough day that or the Eagles had a tough game early. Yeah, on. yeah. So I mean, I mean, it's one of those things where it can just come to matchups and where where is Jackson really good running the ball? Where are we struggling? Run, yeah, run, run defense. Uh, it's that it's that same scenario that once once they get to that twenty and thirty and we want to tighten up and now the passing game comes in, are we gonna have to keep playing this thing where you have to keep stopping people in that red zone or can we actually keep them from getting there by stopping the run kind of early? So James Robinson's good, Travis Etienne is healthy, he's playing well. So it's it's gonna be it's gonna be run heavy and again, Trevor Lawrence is right there with Daniel Jones in the QBR world, so they're almost like one to one right now with how they're playing. So if those those are kind of starting to match up, and again, I, I'm putting it on Wink, right? I trust Wink right now. I trust Wink what they're gonna do defensively, and do the Wink, do the Wink. So sexy too, man. It's almost like the Chris takes the hat off. I'm and, trying to figure out what's yeah, like, I mean, like what's more attractive over here. I can't beat the hat thing, but well, here, here, here's a couple you know what, things I like about our defense. Yeah, go on. I was just gonna no. I was gonna wrap the put it in a bow with the. I, I like everything you're saying is about especially about the run defense and and how they run the ball. I'm hoping, I am hoping, like I'm like literally crossing my fingers that Ojolari comes back and makes a difference. You know what I mean? Like I think they'll play a different style of defense if they have, you know, pass rush coming from Tibbs and Ojolari wow. and Ward, who just believe it or not. How is that guy like the unsung hero of the defense right now? What a what a great free agent signing, man. Right? Hattie's been amazing. But, like he's like 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 I mean, this kid just loves ball and he seems like a fun dude, like when you see him in the locker room. So it's um it's uh it's super, super cool. I do want to mention that Jake Fromm did sign, by the way, with the commanders, just to throw that out there, which I which makes me laugh even harder. The what what's about the commanders? Um, all right, guys. So, Last thing I'll say about our defense. Yep, go for it. Fun, I hope we continue this trend. Is um, we are tied for second in the league in the most forced fumbles. We've recovered the most fumbles in the league. So if we kind of stick on that trend, at least defensively, we're creating these turnovers. Hit them, hit them hard. All right, guys. Question time. Who are we giving the swag at to? Because again, uh, compliments to crypto freeze um i ordered a bunch of hoodies and a bunch of sweatshirts with our kick-ass ny giants rush logo on it um so these are the ones that are in the running for me you guys let me know it started off with mark talking about the quarterbacks right um i'm trying to see if i can find it because there's been you guys it's a funny question about daniel jones yeah it's gotta be it gotta gotta be piusha's question about how do you feel about uh, Daniel Jones or the Gettleman question, which wait, wait, so so not who's the best? Okay, so the other one was who's the best team in New York from James Green, right? Yeah, and then there was um, let's see, and then there was uh, kind of hold on, um, who? Uh, oh, oh, wait, didn't Brian have one? Oh, wait, you read me Brian's. Yeah. You read, Brian, you read about the the betting and the line. Yeah, the Brian the Brian question was about how is it that we're underdogs to the Jags, considering we're top five in literally all power rankings, or at least top ten, right? And then uh, let's see, I'm looking for it. I mean, Spartan, you you're already uh, 
you're already settling in on. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, I believe his base salary one million. Then there was the award event addition. I don't know, guys. What do you think? What? What? Who's gonna win? Uh, just sneaky opportunity. Robbie Anderson. You guys are talking about a ton of stuff in here. Um, thirty-five left. Cap casualties. Oh wait, what's this one? Nope. Um. <laughs> How are, we feel, how are we feeling about Evan Neal's progression? That was the one from Real Cold. Yeah, thumbs up. That was a good question. Um, how about, and then there's this one. Does Landon Collins take over for Crowder? Yes, he does. Hopefully, once he gets acclimated, yep. Yeah, yes, he does. And and um, I'll say it for you, Craig. Crowder sucks. Yes, he does. That wasn't a question, but I thought I'd throw that up there anyway. Oh, okay. Oh, this was it here. Brad's question. How did the G-Men not sign uh, Saquon? That is a very good question. So that one definitely is really good. Uh, who runs the... Fa- oh, come on. W- ready for this one? Who runs the fastest 40 of the NY Giants crew after shotgunning a beer? All right, I will okay. tell you. I, I'm, I'm going to go with Nails. I'm going to go with Chris because Chris is jacked. Yeah, but Jack guys are always a little bit slower when they move, man. You think so? He might, he, but he, he's compact though. He's not. Oh, is he compact? Does he have that Sproles body? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Chris has a Darren Sproles body. He's Jack. Well, Craig, Craig, wait now. I know. I know. Uh, I won't give away your age here, but you played wide receiver uh, in college, didn't you? I played two years of slot and two years of strong safety. And if I thought about running a forty, I would blow an ACL just thinking about it. I brought okay. this up with Craig, and he's in denial that if he did it, he'll die, which I just think is an exaggeration a little bit. I'm pretty sure he can manage it. All right, guys. Now, for the record here, my football experience, I was a, a very heavy set offensive lineman in the day. I'm not uh, quite that anymore, but I, although I may have lost some poundage, I don't really gain much speed. All right. Well, I don't drink beer, and I'm brown, so genetically speaking, I'm not very athletic. <laughs> All right. So the answer to that question. What about Nikki? We're not even talking about Nikki right now. You think Nikki's going to smoke us all in a race? Possibly. No, I'm <laughs> telling you, Chris. Honestly, it's probably. See, okay, was, she, already claimed it. she already claimed it, so she's already saying she would. Uh, yeah, Josh it's, Allen, it's uh, before Dave's got there, that was a good one. All right, so where's my question, guys? What are you leaning on? I'm going to go with the Saquon question because I think that's actually a really good question. Right, so that was Brad's. And yeah, then this was James, James Green said, who's the best team in New York? And don't that was a good now. one. Tell you what, are those are those your two right there? Because I'll be a tiebreaker then. Mark had Mark had the question about the quarterback contract. What are you going to yes. do when the tiers are what they are? So that that was also interesting. I'm uh, looking for it. That's the one where he said tier one is like 40 million, tier two is like 30, then there's 15. Where does this guy yeah. fall? Mark Thompson's got a timestamp, bro. He said go to 820. This is when I said it. Yeah, I don't know, Craig. I'm, I'll be honest with you. I, I might have to force uh, that high shipping fee on you as you ship to the Caribbean for Mark. I think his question was good, man. Mark, congrats. You get an $18 T-shirt for $200 of FedEx. $500 of shipping. Well, I mean, yeah, if I send Mark Thompson a a, a hoodie, he won't need it because it's too nice there. No, I don't know. All right, so so we got Thompson about the quarterbacks. We got Brad about the running backs. I'm going to go on. I'm going to go on the Saquon one simply because I consider that a little bit more of a dilemma based on the whole. It's a running back contract scenario. I'm going to lean towards that one. That's mine. I'm going there. Craig. Damn. Who? What was your favorite, Craig? 
I actually liked what what was the best team in New York. I actually really liked it because it made right. me, it right. made me think about the fact that the Jets well, are right. the Jets are you know what? Hold on, Nikki actually is voting too, and I should count. She's going with the QB question, so Nikki should wait, count on that one. Wait, where's Nikki? The QB question was the best. So she's she's picking that one. She's part of the squad, man. She gets to say she's here. So, Spartan, what are you gonna do here? You, I got the, I got the running back. He's got the, he's got I'm going to go. Wait, wait a minute for the for for this conversation. I'm going to go with the running back too. Oh, we're two and two then. Oh, all right, two and two. So here's what we need then. Two toe. Two No, here's what we need. We got two winners, is what I'm saying. Yeah. All right. I can do that. We we get more. We get right. Everybody, everybody. Do I pick everyone uh, in the comments? Vote in the comments. Yeah, there you go. Vote in the comments. What do we got? In the comments, there's there's still there's still like 25 of you in the room right now. Come on, man. Do I give everyone? Do I give um, Mark a shirt and Brad a shirt, or do we pick one? And if so, tell me which one should win. This is right on the screen right now. Is Mark's question. Tuto says Mark. Wait, let me find Brad's question. Brad, I need wait, Brad, I need a timestamp on your question. Some dingus named Belt guy said both. Yeah, that would be you. Kick him out. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. The other guy had about what do we think of what do we think of Gettleman if Jones becomes Pierce had the hot, 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 hot question on what if Daniel Jones. But that one's still a what if, though. It's still in progress, hey, right? Tell you so, what, I'll be the tiebreaker on this one. Both, both get it. Both, both. You're gonna send a three hundred dollar uh, FX or uh, FedEx fee to the uh, uh, Caribbean shirt. Yep. And uh, uh, I don't know where Brad lives. Brad, where do you live? Brad's in Brad's in uh, Jersey. So you gotta right, so gonna ride his bike over to drop yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You gotta walk it to. No, him. he's a North Jersey guy. That's a good walk. Don't worry about it. You'll get there eventually. Um, I mean, I can't walk there. You guys can. I'm trying you to don't you guys have Zane, Craig? Don't aren't you guys so close? You have like little uh, communication cups, like the red solo cups on strings going through your truck. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's like Stranger Things. Yeah, Craig, did you see that play, man? <laughs> but by the way, I just want to let you guys out. I'm going to preface this that um, Zane and I and Chris and Nikki are going to be getting together before this season's over at a bar for a beer and, a, and something to eat. So oh, you want to forget about me? That'll be it for me. Dude, you are in Chicago. I'm, I'm back ne- on, I'm back next Friday and you I will be in the East Coast. You said November, but then you threw an October date. You, you were funky with it. I, don't right, know I got you right here. The dates are this. October 29th. Halloween. November. Let me check the calendar. Through the Sunday after Thanksgiving, whatever whatever date that is. All right, so he's here for like three weeks. So one of those we wait just... a minute, you're here for three straight weeks. Four, four weeks. So there you go. How okay. are you pulling that off? He doesn't have a job. Nope. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm uh, unemployed. <laughs> <laughs> Astro Flav, uh, <laughs> Astro Flav sponsorship is just uh, making me live the lifestyle out here, well, guys. That's that's why. Uh, that's I... why... Wait, wait, that's why Spartan's getting married. He's got the sugar mama, man. You, that's you know, right. Like that's right. I'm going to be a stay-at-home man, husband. and I don't even have kids. You already know the plan. You All right, here's the deal. Mark and Brad uh, DM wait, me no, no. your Mark your said address. I can give you a New York address. Now, Mark, this is going right to the Caribbean, baby. Don't you worry about it. Shipping's on Craig. 
Don't you worry Actually, about no, no, Craig, I'm pretty sure the agreement is I am flying down to the Caribbean to hand deliver it to him for oh, a week. Yeah, hey, if you want, if that's on you, man, I, I, that's fine. I would love to go to Craig, too, I'm unemployed, man. Hook, hook it up. <laughs> You're not unemployed. Stop. Um, all right, we're going to be going. If Spartan's in town, all of us are going to be hitting the bar which, uh, in, the, in the month of November. And I want you to hear it here from me first. There is a special autograph signing coming up with a New York Giants current player that I will be rolling out very shortly. So I'm teasing you with the fact that in the next two weeks, we will maybe be making just, a just large as announcement. It's not me. Just I know a lot of you are probably wondering if I'm going to give out autographs. It's, it's not me. I can't Thank- deny. I can't confirm if it won't be me. <laughs> it is an active New York Giants player on the roster right now. Oh, wow. that comments are the re- <laughs> that comment right there from Real Cole. Yo, and yeah, all right, all right. I'm going to put this up. Real Cole is on fire right now. <laughs> he is he is on fire. Ready? Crazy Evans going to be popping after that soul glow shot. Craig, I said it. I said it since before I joined the show. Craig kind of looks like Joey from Friends a little bit. I'm way better looking than Joey from Friends. He, he got with plenty of women in the show, Craig. I was kidding. Ha ha. Joke. Oh. All right. Gentlemen, one, thanks for everyone in the room. You guys were a blast tonight. Uh, I can't thank you guys enough. Uh, Brad and Mason, Tudo, real cold. Um, I'm going through here. You know, Mark, Mark was here. Brock checked in. Patel checked in. Mason, Um, man, always appreciate you guys. Not Patel, it's Ryan. Patel's his last name, Piyush. Yeah, I I know. I always call him Patel. Oh, it's messed Um, up. It's (laughs) kind of like like somebody calling. calling, Did you ask him that, Craig? (laughs) No, I call call him what I want to call him, and he's, he's fine with it. Oh, wow. (laughs) <laughs> Power move. Got to look out for my brown brethren, you know. I'm not disrespecting the man. Come on. All right, Santucci. <laughs> yes, yeah, that, that doesn't bother me. You can say that all you want. Um, you know, rocks. Thank you. <laughs> Rock checked in. All you guys have been great. Um, I'm gonna get those guys out. Thanks, Anthony. Appreciate it. Uh, send me uh, your addresses. I will get them out. I will tell you that I ordered them yesterday. They will be in in two weeks. So you will have them, you know, roughly, you know, three to four weeks. You will get a present in the mail from the Rush crew. Listen, Santucky, hold on right there, all right? On November 13th and the 20th are the only real two games we could get with Spartan because he's coming during the bye week. Yeah, I know. It sucks. So I'm going to be there for Giants Lions. It's either the Texans or – you know, matter of fact, I can't even do the the, the Lions. Only the Texans game, really. The thirteen. Why can't we do Monday Night Football? Be, uh, we're not doing the Giants game. Wait, wait, what, what game? You just said you just said he was coming during the bye. No, no, he's here for like four weeks though. One of the weeks is the bye. Guys, yeah. we can handle this one offline. We we, we can still talk. Yeah, time. that's true. I'm gonna wrap up the show. Thanks for checking into another episode of the Giants, guys. You guys absolutely like, rock. By the way, subscribe. Like, yes, please, yeah, hit the button, subscribe, like, pass it, favorite, share it, upload it, download it, YouTube it. If you if you're an audio guy, it's uh Spotify, Apple Pods, Amazon Music, all that stuff. Giants guys, uh, and you guys were, I mean, I don't know about you, you two guys, but those guys rocked. Like you guys were great today. today. Yo, the comment section was wild in tonight, man. I love it. All right, guys. So everybody, thanks for tuning in. You guys rock. Appreciate you. Be safe.